Ibrahim Abdallah. It's Bears Night in Chicago, presented by Miller Lite. We're at Almost Home in Wrigleyville. We're at the corner of Clark and Grace. Come on out and hang out with us. We're drinking Miller Lite for the next hour until 8 o'clock. And Bears linebacker TJ Edwards is joining us. And we're talking about the Bears' win over the Raiders, 30-12. to 12. The defense shows up. And also a major topic that we've talked about today, how about Tyson Bajan? He played really well in his first NFL start. How cool was that to see the rookie out there yesterday? Yeah, it was uh, it was fun, man. I mean, um, I think he's a you know he's a kid who just I love what he said. He had a little press conference and he was just like, I got I got nothing to lose, man. Like I'm gonna go out there and um, just play my heart out. And, and you know you love that as a player. You know you you can respect that. And again, a kid who you know he, although he's a rookie, I think he prepares like a like a vet. You know he, he was there all week and. Um, you can just tell the amount of detail that he had all week, and you know I was just ready for him to get at, get after it on Sunday and just let it loose and just let him let him go play, and um, he made some big time plays for sure. Take us inside the locker room for those who are just watching, uh, you know, who consume uh, what the Bears put out. We consume the the media uh, coverage. Take us inside. You you say he prepared like a vet. What did you see specifically throughout the week that made you say, okay, he's going to be okay on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I think after every, you know, we, you know, we practice hard and, um, you know, even just when he would, you know, hand the ball off, you see him after just going through his reads on every play, just in terms of um, reading different coverages and things like that. And, you know, it's not something that, you know, you expect out of a, you know, a guy like that who, again, is a rookie, has a lot to learn and, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of information he's got to know. So for him to, you know, I think how calm he was all week and how, um, just about the game he was, it was uh, it was special, man. I was excited for him, for sure. He's got a crazy energy about him. You yeah. know, like even going into last week before the game when he, you know, met the media and did the, you know, the Wednesday press conference and talking, he seemed like he was completely under control, controlled the room. He's played a ton of college football, you know, like yeah. going up against him, you know, in practice and stuff like that. Um, he obviously doesn't carry himself like a rookie, but what have you noticed about him that, like, sets him apart from other younger players that you've seen other younger quarterbacks that you've seen yeah i mean i think the the quarterback position is tough right because it's like this you know you're in control of the entire game um and i think you know as a young guy i love that he just wasn't scared you know i love that he was out there just being himself and um you know i think uh, again like even you know in the media when he was doing all the questions and things like that i thought he was you know himself and that is you know that's big time especially um as you guys know like in this market and um kind of everything that comes with it i thought that he was just authentic and you know, when you're, you're truly, you know, yourself and you're truly out there just, just playing ball, you know, good things happen. And that's, you know, that's kind of how it went down. So it was, um, it was awesome to see, for sure. It helped that uh, you guys defensively played well from the start. So you were limiting what the Raiders were able to do offensively. And mm-hmm. then after a three and out to get things started for the offense, they roll back out. The, they, get, they roll back out there yeah. and they, they're able to create some momentum and get a lead. And then you guys were able to thrive off of having the big lead, you get the couple turnovers, uh, and then Jalen Johnson late with the pick six. Like, it really seemed like Matt Eberflus has talked to the media, training camp, into the season about complimentary football. I feel like yesterday was a perfect example of that. The offense stepped up to help out a first-time starter at quarterback. The defense helped out the offense, and vice versa. It all kind of came together yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think it just shows that, you know, football is, is the ultimate team sport, right? So it's like it's one of those where every week, um, you know, every you know every phase of the game has to be on point to win. And, again, as a defense, I thought, 
you know, for the first time, um, you know, this year we were able to take the football away and put our offense in, um, you know, advantageous spots to go score. And I think that's something that, you know, we strive to do every week. But, you know, for us to go out there and actually, you know, execute and do that was, was big time. And especially, again, man, you know, you call it what it is. You know, a guy's, you know, making his first start. You want to make him as comfortable as possible. So, um, and I thought the offense moved the ball out well. I thought the whole line was was incredible. I thought, you know, our, our backs were incredible and um, the receivers doing what they always do and made plays. And again, you know, Tyson just kind of managing the game was, was big time. So it was it was the ultimate team win and um, it's something that we've been, you know, striving to do. And I felt like you know, that was the closest to a complete game that we've put on tape for sure. Yeah. When uh, Matt Eberflus took over play calling for the defense, you guys started playing a lot better defense. I don't know if that has a correlation at all, but we only get, you know, press conference Matt yeah, Eberflus. No we, don't get, we don't get meeting <laughs> no Matt doubt, Eberflus. No we don't get film room Matt <laughs> Eberflus. How is he in those defensive meetings? Yeah. How, now that he's in there more, because it's part of his duties now as the, the play caller of the defense um, and de facto defensive coordinator, what's he like in those meetings? What's he like in those film rooms? Take us behind the scenes of what, because we, I mean, let's be honest, Matt Eberflus is a nice guy, but he's pretty vanilla to the media. What, <laughs> yeah, do, we yeah, get, yeah. what yeah. do we get behind the scenes <laughs> from a Matt Eberflus? No, no. Yeah, no, he's... Uh, Are you he's, saying he's like the dad shoes of coaching? <laughs> no, that, I'm just saying, we saying? know Matt Eberflus loves linebackers, too, so I feel oh, like yeah. he might go a little harder on I you guys a little say, bit, but yeah. you, you know, so how is he back there? Yeah, I mean, it's like since, really, um, like our my first practice here um, in OTAs, like in the offseason, he was, you know, in our meetings, he's a guy who's you know, really wants to understand what the linebackers are seeing, what we have going on, and again, this has kind of always been his scheme, so, you know, he knew the ins and outs um, like no one else. So when, you know, he, he took over, I think you, know, you saw a more, you know, animated, and he's a, he's an animated guy in general. You know, he's a passionate guy. He's, um, he's aggressive, you know, just in everything that he does, and he wants um, us to play that way as well. And I think, you know, again, him being a, a, a guy who, who truly feels passionate about backers, you know, we take a, a certain pride in that too and um, play into that standard too. But um, he's been incredible for us, man, and a guy who, you know, he – he puts on the table every week what he expects from us. And, um, you know, anytime you have a coach who, again, is, is on point with his plan, it's easy for you to go out there and execute. And he's been that for us for sure. Well, talk about the pride of being a linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you ever uh, sit and, and think to yourself, like, man, I'm, I'm blessed to be in this spot. Like, how cool is this to be a kid that grew up in the suburbs of this great city and to, to follow this team and to play that position for this franchise? Yeah. It's uh no it's it's special man and um, kind of like you know you guys were saying like you know I'm from here I understand um, you know the de- I, I've been through it all you know I understand the, the defenses that have been here the linebackers that have played here um, you know every Sunday you know best believe we were sitting on the couch watching you know watching the Bears play so um, it, it's special for sure you know I got to uh, got to talk to to Briggs and Erlacher a couple weeks ago at a at a signing and. You know, just to chop it up with them for a second was uh, was surreal. You know what I'm saying? Those are still, you know, the guys growing up that I watched. So to, to have that experience was was pretty special. And um, you know, you just it just makes you want to play harder. You know, it makes you understand kind of um, the foundation that's been set here. You know, you just want to live up to that and, and make it your own in a way for sure. Did they offer you any advice? A little bit, yeah. No, um, again, I, I'd be lying if I said I'd black out there for a second. Well, I, I told Adam last week because Briggs was with us here, and yeah. I, at, at a certain point, I looked at him. I was like, 
Dude, you you are our favorite player. Oh, yeah. Like, like this is so yeah. cool. Yeah. That you're you're here, you know, that was my a favorite radio player, show with for us. For sure. Briggs was he was my favorite player, man. I thought he was just like all over the place. And obviously, you know, Erlacher and him together were were nuts, but um, I thought how instinctive he was and how he was always around the ball was was special. Well, I told him last week, the thing that I loved as a kid watching him and Brian play together was that Briggs popped. Yeah. He hit people. Oh, yeah. There. And, like, you know, you watch enough NFL games or you get to play it enough, not everyone hits the same way. No. And, and Briggs, he hit guys. No doubt. And it, it was cool to kind of talk to him, but it's cool that you were able to have some time with Brian and to Lance and to kind of pick their brains and, and kind of get their thoughts on the current edition of uh, the linebacker core. That's cool. No, nah, it was awesome. I mean, you know, just even, you know, seeing both those two, I was like, I was like, man, I was hoping they, you know, weren't still trying to play because they look good. I was like, man. <laughs> oh, Briggs definitely looks like he can still play. <laughs> you know what play. I'm saying? Like, Briggs is a big boy. So I was like, yeah. man. You know, I like the spot that I'm in right now. Like, he's up a little bit. But, um, it was surreal, for sure. I don't think it's a coincidence either that Tremaine Edmonds has had a few turnovers in the last yeah. few weeks. You guys have been playing well. What's it like playing next to him? Yeah, he's, you know, first and foremost, he's an awesome guy. You know, a guy who, who loves football. And um, I think the biggest thing is we see the game the same way. You know, anytime you're – um, you know, you're playing next to someone who kind of has the same feel and understands the game the same way that you do. It's easy to play off them, you know. And um, you know, he's a, he's a dude who's hungry to make plays, you know, just like I am. And I think uh, we do, you know, just about every day we compete, you know, in terms of what we're doing. And anytime you have someone that's pushing you like that, you know, only good things come from it. So I think this is just a start, but it's been fun for sure. We talked about chemistry a little bit earlier, and with Briggs and Erlacher, they could play next to each other without even looking at each other, mm-hmm. right? They knew exactly where they were supposed to be, and they knew that there were times. How long does it take for you to have that kind of chemistry, you know, coming in this year, Tremaine coming in this year, and you yeah. guys are both, like, how does it, long does it take for you two, two new guys here to, have the, to form that kind of chemistry here? Yeah, I mean, it's a real thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, having the comfort that um, you're playing next to someone for, you know, a certain amount of time, and I think we, you know, we tried, you know, starting that off in off season and in camp, and um, things like that, but it takes time for sure. But I, I finally start to feel that um, we're starting to really, you know, hit our stride a bit in terms of, you know, not only just us, but the whole defense. You know, everyone's starting to get a, you know, a comfort level, and um, especially, you know, kind of in the, you know, in that, in the middle of, of this scheme, it's it's important. It's important that, you know, we're on the same page. So I think, you know, every day that's getting better. I don't think there's a, you know, an end goal in terms of what that looks like, but I think. You know, we've done a good job of just every day trying to be better than we were the last, and every game we're trying to be better than what we were the last week. So um, I, don't, I don't expect that to, to slow down at all. Did you guys do anything in the summer to team build to kind of create that chemistry before you got to camp? I mean, yeah, we did. You know, we did some dinners. Um, you, know, we, you know, we all hung out, um, you know, just got to know each other. Obviously, I got my guy, uh, Jack Sanborn, back in the, the linebacker room. Who's you know he's one of my guys. I had him as a pup at, at Wisconsin when I was a senior. He was a freshman, um, so I got to see the true evolution of that. Um, but it, it's a great room, man. And I think again, it's it's something that continues to grow every single week. And you know, I think those things will you know the production will will continue. I think the the continuity of the defense will will continue to grow as well. So it's been it's been good for sure. I think we need to get you guys, like, on the three best friends, like, go on fishing trips. <laughs> like, give me a Bears reality show. You three going, doing, like, taking trips together. 100%. Off-season, doing all that kind of stuff together. Oh, that would be fun. I'm in, man. No, it's, it's, uh, it'll be a great time. We're, we're big golfers, so um, we're going we're gonna to get the whole crew out there and see, see what's going on. Who's the, sure. best, who's the better golfer? 
I so um, I know it's not Sanborn. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know who's the best. You know, I don't want to be whatever. I, I'm probably the best. Me or uh, Dylan Cole. Um, but I actually haven't seen Tremaine golf yet. But I mean, that's a that's a big dude. So we got to find him some clubs first, and then uh, we'll go from there for sure. I'm not going to be able to handle it if you tell me you're another professional athlete that's a scratch golfer. No, no, no. no. See, okay. I think right. I think they're all lying anyway. The only one's Tony Romo that I believe. Yeah. Scratch well, golfer. yeah, because he well he plays in those tournaments, yeah. right? If there's so, no yeah. video proof. I'm yeah, right. Not, or like yeah, Stephen I'm Curry. Like yeah. Stephen Curry's yeah. like winning those uh, pro ams. There's like some guy guys out there that are just like good at whatever they. Sure. Whatever sport they touch, and it's like, all right, it's so frustrating. Stuff it, like that pisses me off. Man, it, sure. If you're a hack, if you're a hack like us, where like golf on the weekends the only athletic competition that we get, like, oh man, it's so frustrating no when doubt. you can't get it done. And Abdallah was with me all all summer playing. Like my handicap went the wrong way. It just yeah. continuously got worse. <laughs> as not the a good summer went. You guys, it, it, you it guys was, were at the bar at the yeah. turn for too long. Yeah, 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 this is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much swing oil in the morning. I think. Man, such a frustrating <laughs> summer. Oh. Anyway, uh, we're talking Bears football with TJ Edwards. We're having a great time. Bears night in Chicago. We're drinking Miller Lite. We're at Almost Home in Wrigleyville. We're at the corner of Clark and Grace. We'll be here until 8 o'clock. Stop on by if you're in the neighborhood. We're talking Bears football with TJ Edwards. We'll be right back. Live from Almost Home in Wrigley, it's Bears Night in Chicago and Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. We're at Almost Home in Wrigleyville at the corner of Clark and Grace. We're drinking Miller Lite. It's Bears Night in Chicago. Black and Abdallah with Bears linebacker TJ Edwards. The hometown kid from Lindenhurst <laughs> went to Lakes High School. Yep, yep. It's pretty cool because we've had some Wisconsin fans come up. So you played up at Madison, and then you were also here, and then you were able as a free agent to uh, select the Chicago Bears. Was that something you always wanted to do is come back home? Yeah, I mean, I think as a kid, you know, it's something you dream about. Um, and I feel like um, kind of been you know in the Midwest my, my whole life, so it's hard for me to hard for me to leave and. Uh, you know, when when I got the opportunity to, to come back, it was a, it was a no brainer. And you know, my so my parents actually moved out like two years ago. They moved to Florida, uh, so I gave them a call. They were like, "You got to be kidding! Me, right? <laughs> like, we, we don't have time for that." Um, so they've been they've been traveling back, but it's a it's definitely a dream. You know, I got a bunch of family still here, a bunch of my friends still downtown, and um, so be able to play in front of your your home crowd is different for sure. Well, yeah, and and I also would imagine with all your friends that you made at school like this city and where we're at in wrigleyville you get a lot of people from wisconsin even from uh madison traveling down on the weekends people want to come to chicago to party so i'm sure the 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 relationships you built at wisconsin also kind of follow you down here to the city of chicago yeah i mean it's 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 so close when you think about it um but you know i got a bunch of you know just college teammates and um, you know, friends and you know, old teachers. Everyone who still still lives down here. Yeah. Um, so the the ticket request has been there for sure. <laughs> but uh, it's been you know it's been surreal. You know, it's something you, you dream about, something you you know you work for, and um, you know it's been it's it's lived up to it. So I'm just you know trying to do whatever I can to make this place proud and um, continue to try to be better and try to win games for sure. Well, well, you know it because you're from the area. But like, there really is no better city. And no better uh, crop fan base that follow the Chicago Bears. 
when things are going well for you guys, like yeah. the support of this city for for this team specifically, it's unlike anything else. Oh, there'll be a lot of Bears fans on Sunday, no doubt. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, no for way. sure. Yeah. yeah, it never stops, man. And um, you know, I can I can say that because you know, I lived it. You know, it was one of those to where um, you know it didn't didn't really matter what was going on. You know, we were supporting um, every week. You know, we were, we were rooting on the Bears and. Um, you know, it, it, it's such an incredible city, such a passionate city about, you know, all of our sports teams. But um, football is football is serious here, as you guys know. And, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so when you win, you know, good things, good things happen. And that's something I just try to, you know, reiterate to my teammates and things like that, that it's not you know, it's not one of those cities where people aren't paying attention. You know, it's a city where everyone cares and um, they expect good things as they should just because of, you know, the, the history that's been here. So. Um, something we got to, you know, live up to and, and also, again, kind of find a way to make it our own, too. Did Sanborn do any recruiting? Your free <laughs> no. agency? Was he like, he, hey, man, no, no. come home? So he uh, <laughs> he actually, so he wears 57, which is what I wore in Philly. Um, and we have the same agent, me and Sanborn. So, um, you know, it's one of those, I like, came here and he was like, he was like, dude, like, tell me you don't want your jersey <laughs> and i was like i i could do it but i'm i'm not gonna do that to the kid man i said i gave you enough crap yeah college. I'm like, not gonna do it here. I, walk, I walked down the you know just walking out of the um the tunnel and stuff the amount of 57 sanborn jerseys i see i was like i, I can't take that from him man so um no it's 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 been awesome and he's been um he's been there every step of the way so it's been fun for well, sure it's also not the easiest team to play for yeah. in finding a new jersey number they have oh, the most yeah. retired. No the doubt. league told the Bears, "You got to stop retiring numbers because we don't. You don't have enough." Uh, what, like, was there a process, or you just said, "All right, I'll take that." Yeah, it's. I don't think a lot of guys understand that until they get here. You know, I, I knew the history, so I knew kind of what I was walking into. But um, I wore fifty three in college, and I was like, and that was that was Sanborn's pitch to me. He's like, "Man, it's your college number. Like, you, <laughs> you're gonna, you know, love going back to the roots, going back to the Midwest." And I was like, "Just, just for you, I'll, sure. I'll keep this." Sure. Um, you know, tell, tell you know your your family you're welcome. They don't have to get New Jersey numbers, but um, no, it's been it's been awesome. Like they opened up a lot of the jersey numbers now. Like everybody can wear yeah. any jersey number. You never thought about oh, yeah. wearing like zero or something weird like that. I was gonna say, man. Like I see I see some zeros and say like, I just I'm a I'm it a, looks tra- weird, I'm a right? traditional dude. You know what I'm saying? So like it's it's a weird uh, weird look for me to you know to kind of see all that stuff. But um, I don't think I could do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> The zero, the one, and it's like, wait, that's a linebacker? Yeah. What? No. What's, uh-huh. that's what I'm what's happening there? Mm-hmm. It could just be like an easy attack. Like, I'm probably going after, you know, the guy wearing zero, but um, it worked out for sure. So, at, at this point in the season, right, uh, you guys have a big game this weekend, Sunday Night Football, national televised audience. Uh, you're coming off of a win. You know, Adam and I were talking uh, yesterday on the pregame show, and then also before you got here on this show, that, like, this is now a spot where there's an opportunity to kind of turn some things around. Now, you can't get back to 500 in one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think yesterday was a good start. And it's not like you guys are out of it. You know, like, that's the thing we were joking about. Like, after the game yesterday, I went and looked at the standings because I'm a loser. But, like, <laughs> it was the first thing I did is I looked at the standings. And technically, you guys are only two games back of the teams that are in the wild card positions at yeah. this moment. And we're, it's October the 23rd. There's yeah. a lot of football to be played. Uh, is, I guess the question would be, are you guys aware of where you're at at this point in regards to everyone else in the NFC? And does it really matter at this point because there's so much football to be played? 
Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, again, um, you know, we're not oblivious to what's going on. I think we, you know, we understand that, you know, this team wants to, you know, get into the dance and, and make some, you know, make some shake. You never know what happens when you get there. But, um, you know, our biggest thing right now is just trying to be better than what we were last year, I think, or than we were last week. And um, just, just to continue to grow on the things that we're doing well, but also, um, you know, some things that we saw early on that we needed to fix and making sure that those things are fixed so that we can, you know, become closer to, to being a, a complete team. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, obviously we know kind of what's going on, but there's, you know, been a, a couple of tough games that, you know, we just weren't able to kind of pull out that, you know, we might have thought that we were, you know, kind of, kind of dominating for most of those games and we just weren't able to get it done. And those are things that, you know, are tough pills to swallow, but you learn from them, you know, and it's, again, it's a, it's a younger team, but having those, you know, those tough, you know, like adversity moments early on is, is big time, you know, just in terms of, you know, guys understanding what it takes to win in this league because it's hard for sure. We talked about it with Eddie Jackson the first couple of weeks doing this show, and he claimed to not know. I don't know if I believe him or not, but we've talked about it before. We've talked about it a few times because yeah. you guys being underdogs at home a few times, underdogs to the Raiders at home, we always called those wins when you guys do win these games. We called it like a Lovey Smith-type win, yeah. right? And he would come <laughs> yeah. in, and if you talk to Briggs and Erlacher, he'll tell you the same thing. He would walk in with the newspaper or whatever and be like, they've got us as a three-point dog at home, <laughs> yeah. guys. Like, yep. they don't believe in us. And so do you... Are you aware of those kind of things? Are you aware that whether or not you're an underdog, are you aware of the conversations going on about you guys, you know, really having to play almost perfect football to try to get wins, and then it feels good when you do go out and get a win like this against the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, um, again, you know, I don't think anyone is, you know, not listening to what's going on, but I also think, you know, we're we're so focused on what we're doing and – just trying to find any way we can to, to get a win and kind of like I was saying earlier like it, it's hard to win in this league like these you know everyone is really good everyone's really detailed in what they're doing everyone has talent um so for us I mean no matter if we're you know underdogs or not we go in every game believing we're going to win um and again you know, you know for me welcome to Bears Night in Chicago from almost song in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good little song in there <laughs> no nah, but um I love that though you know when, when people aren't um you know counting on you to, to get stuff done that's kind of honestly how I've been my, my whole career you know that's where I've lived that's where I you know I love you know I thrived in that in that spot so um you know just kind of bringing that that whole juice to the team and, and guys understand that we got to go get it done is um it's special we can go do it and, and again we expect to do that every week for sure well, and, and any given week you know things could kind of turn you know tonight Minnesota is facing off against the 49ers uh that game is just starting up yeah the Lions go on the road they looked really bad yesterday Everyone two weeks ago had the Lions as a team that could be contending for a Super Bowl. Now, yeah. they might at yep. the end of the day. But I, I guess the point of, of bringing that up is you, you have opportunities in front of you. And it, it really is the Bears own their own path. Yep. Like, it doesn't really matter what Minnesota does tonight. As long as the next time you see the Vikings, you guys end up winning. Yep. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's why they call it um, any given Sunday, man. You just yeah. you truly don't know. Um, and again, I think that's you know, that's why this this sport is the the best sport in the world. Just because every week you have to be on you know your your best, you have to be on your p's and q's no matter what's going on. And um, that's why it's so special. That's why we we go out there every week and believe that we can win because it's true. You know, you, you truly don't know what's going to happen, and um, we're going to fight and scrap to to the end, no matter no matter what's going on. And that's um, honestly the biggest you know thing that I love playing for this team is there's no quitting anybody, mm-hmm. and that's that's big time, man. I've you know I've 
you know, my fifth year in the league, I've been a part of some teams that, um, you know, it wasn't always that way. But there's there's no one who is complacent with what's going on. Everyone just wants more. Everyone um, wants this thing to continue to grow. And when you get a group of guys all together for, you know, one similar goal, it's uh, it can be special. And I think we're building to that right now. You were on a really good team last year with yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, is there anything that you take from that experience in a team that travels to the Super Bowl, doesn't win, but was very close and watching a quarterback kind of come into his own. He's in the MVP conversations in Jalen Hurts last year. Yeah. Is there anything from last year that you brought to the locker room from your experience, from your Eagles time? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing, you know, last year that that I kind of took from it again, this was a, you know, a Philadelphia team that, you know, had a bunch, the culture was set, you know, before I got there. So, um, kind of just getting to, to walk into, you know, Lane Johnson, you know, Jason Kelsey, all, all those guys who set that culture. Um, it was it was an older locker room for sure. So, again, guys who have been there and done that, you know, they understood what it took to win. And But the biggest thing um, that I felt was there was, like, the detail, man. I mean, every meeting, every walkthrough was, like, a, it was serious. You know, there was no, you know, lackadaisical things going on. And um, that's something that, again, me and, you know, Tremaine and I have talked a lot about and just in terms of, Making sure that no matter what's going on, whether it's a, a walkthrough or it's a full, you know, full speed practice, we're, we're doing what we need to be doing because those are the things that matter. You know, we don't get, we can't go full speed the entire week. You know, just with the the physicality of the sport, but um, those details are, are what win and, and lose you games. So it's it's big time for us. Well, and and that's what's interesting is uh, Tremaine comes from Buffalo, yeah. and like quite honestly, in the last four years or so. Buffalo, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Kansas City are essentially, they've been the best four teams. And in picking apart two pieces of Buffalo, Philadelphia, bringing it here to, to create the culture that the Bears have here, I, I think that's something that Bears fans want to see, right? Yeah. Like, those are the franchises that we hope that this team becomes and aspires to be, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's what you want, right? You know, you've, you've seen all the, like you said, all the juggernauts that have kind of been um, rolling through these past, you know, four or five years, and that's something that we're continuing to strive to do. And the only way to get there is to continue to build, like we're doing right now. Um, I think that you know we're adding so many great pieces that we have this year, and um, also guys who've been in the scheme from the past year who are you know continuing to grow. And um, again, I think you know I think Jalen Johnson's a, a perfect example of that. You know, uh, the ultimate pros pro, uh, a guy who you know comes into work every single day and is on his job. He he understands what he needs to do and also understands what he needs to, you know, bring to everyone else and, um, you know, continuing to, you know, have guys like that who, who understand the game and also know how serious it is is kind of how you get to that level. And um, I think we're on our way for sure. Since you play, you played for the Eagles, you practiced against the Eagles, you might be the only person that can answer this question or willing to answer this question. How in the hell do you stop the tush push <laughs> or the brotherly shove yeah, bro, or whatever uh, you guys call it up there? Uh, how do you stop it? I'm going to be real. I got no clue. Like I got, <laughs> Besides, uh, yeah, I got no clue. Those dudes up front, um, you know, Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, the guys that kind of make it go. It's uh, it's different, you know. Kelsey's a he's a he's a vet's vet too, so you know he's got all the ins and outs of getting off the ball at the right time and, and all those things. But um, yeah, man, that's tough. That's well, the, tough. the Bears are the one team that's been pretty successful outside of Philadelphia yeah. with that play. Uh, there's been talk by media members that this play should be eliminated from the National Football League. You're a professional football player and you yeah. play in the league. What do you think? I I just. I think it would be it'd be hard to, you know, take the, the quarterback sneak out of the game. I think it's kind of 
you know what this what this game's built on it's like you versus me like who's gonna who's gonna push who the furthest and um that's kind of how it goes now they've added you know a little push from you know behind and, and all that as well into it so it's a little different but um i don't know how you take that play out man it's it's such a you know like a in my opinion like a cornerstone of the game um so it'd be it'd be different for sure but I always knew, like, when I was in Philly, like, it was awesome to see. But I can see going against him, I'm like, we should probably take that play out, man. Like, I'm, I'm sick of this. So It helps um, that Jalen can squat, like, 600 pounds. Yeah, today. yeah. He's no he's no scrawny dude. So it's like you're not only stopping that O-line, you're stopping him too. So it's it's tough for sure. Well, I mean, you, you saw Jalen Hurts develop uh, over the time that you were in Philadelphia. You know, I, I think that's something that all of us Chicago Bears fans hope that that same type of development takes place with Justin Fields. And I, I think that's why a lot of Bears fans have a lot of hope. What did you see from Jalen Hurts that kind of told you, oh, yeah, this kid's getting it. He's, he's really figuring it out. Yeah. I think the um, – and I've got this question a couple of times, but I think just the one thing about Jalen, man, was he was never complacent with what was happening. Um, he was a guy who was the, the first in, last out type guy, and um, he was going to work no matter what. He was super, you know, super calm and – um, but there, there's some about him that you can just tell he's a winner. You know what I'm saying? To where he wasn't going to take um, losing as an answer. He wasn't going to take no for an answer. And again, when you have your quarterback doing that, you know, good things will happen. And um, that's kind of you know just from you know I'm an observant guy, so just kind of um, you know seeing the locker room and guys gravitate towards him just because you know he's just you know part of the team, wants to be one of the guys, but he's also uh, um, you know at the helm of you know what they got going on over there. So he's you know he's definitely special for what they do. And we want to see that in Justin Fields. Have you no seen doubt. those type of leadership qualities in Fields? And when he's not there, obviously, these next, this last week and this next week, it looks like from uh, Tyson Bajan as well. Yeah, no, no doubt. I think that was, you know, the biggest thing that kind of, you know, obviously I played against um, Jay Fields last year, and uh, he ran one for like 60 yards and made me look like an idiot. So I was like... <laughs> Honestly, I was sick of that dude when I when we were playing against him. Does he bring it up to you now? No, he he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. And I, it's hard for me to even like you know talk. I went to O State. Like I never beat them. So like I got nothing really to say. <laughs> I got nothing to say at all. Um, but he's he's again a guy who's who's calm, man. I think you know, anytime you're a quarterback and amidst you know all this um, you know chaos that you know this this city brings you know in in everything that's going on, I think he's been super calm and again a guy who just works his butt off, man. And uh, I think in terms of, of talent, I, I've never seen anything like it. I really haven't in terms of, you know, his arm strength, what he can do with his legs. And, again, you know, just being here in OTAs, how quickly he was getting the ball out. I mean, he was starting to, you know, piss me off a couple of practices in camp because I'm like, I'm, I'm sick of this guy putting this ball in these tight windows. I can't uh, – we can't get to him. So, he's uh, – no, he, he's definitely special. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, con- continue to see his growth and – Again, I thought when, when he was out this past week, he, he did a, a great job of just being around, making sure that um, Tyson had any, anything he needed. And anytime you get you know, your, your franchise guy doing stuff like that, that's, you know, it's only good for the team for sure. Yeah, Matt Eberflus said that he'll be doubtful for this week against the Chargers and that uh, Tyler Bajan, uh, Tyson Bajan is going to be the starter uh, this week. You know, with, with Justin Fields, like, it's good to, to hear that stuff because I think some of the critiques that have come towards Justin Fields this season is that, He's not quick enough in the pocket. He's not processing what's being thrown at him. And obviously, each week is kind of different. The Vikings blitz the hell out of the offense. uh, And they they kind of rattled the offense from the jump last week. And, And as things progress, what we were discussing earlier tonight is that Tyson's going to have to pass down the field, going to extend the defense a little bit. And then Justin, when he comes back in, 
He's got to try and process a little bit quicker to allow those around him to be, you know, to be successful. And that's kind of what we saw yesterday. Tyson Bajan just put the ball in playmakers' hands and allowed them to to kind of play well. And that's what happened yesterday. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely saw it yesterday just in terms of, um, like you said, him distributing the ball in a way that where guys could, um, you know, catch the ball before, you know, guys are ready to break on it. And they they were able to, you know, make plays after the catch. And um, I also thought our, you know, scheme in terms of what we were doing and putting guys in good spots in general, you know, not just offense, but as a team, what was really good. And, um, again, I think, you know, Tyson was, was awesome in terms of what he was doing and he was confident in what he was doing. And I think, you know, again, even when Justin's been in there, I think he's been confident in what he's doing. And, and obviously, you know, there's there's times where sometimes you just you, you don't make that play that you would like to, man. And um, as a player, you, you understand that. There's been plenty of times, you know, you dropped a pass or um, couldn't quite get in that gap to, you know, stop a run or, or things like that. And that's that's kind of football. You know, these, these those guys on the other team get, get paid a lot of money to do those things too. So, um, again, all, I think all that stuff will, will come. But um, our, our confidence in what – you know, Jay Fields is for this team is, is through the roof. You know, we're, we're not worried about him. We know he's going to go out there and perform. We know there's a lot of weapons on that side of the ball that's going to help him get that done too. So um, I think, it, it, again, it continues to take time and, you know, continues for that confidence to grow. But um, we're, we're excited about where we're headed for sure. Absolutely. When you guys practice, who's the toughest guy? You said all the weapons and everything like that. Who's the toughest yeah. guy you go up against in practice? Man, I mean, um, you know, I'm in the middle, so I've you know I've seen DJ a couple times. Sick of DJ in practice for sure. Um, Cole, Cole's just like a big physical dude. Talking about a guy who just like tries to run you over like in a route. Like, I've never seen that before. So he's he's tough. But I think when we first got here, like the the fields and DJ connection was like it was it was special. You know, we knew that something was kind of going on there for sure and. Um, you know, even in camp, we're like starting to, you know, scheme things up so we can take that stuff away because I was sick of hearing it from our coaches. So, um, no, that was. Uh, it frustrates it, you, but it, when man. you see it like against the commanders, you're like, oh, yeah. oh man. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I'm like, that's what we've been seeing yeah, all year. That's so it's, it. it's good to see. And again, I think those things continue to continue to grow with, with all that. So I'm excited for sure. It's Black and Abdallah. We're with linebacker TJ Edwards of your Chicago Bears. It's Bears night in Chicago. We're drinking Miller Lite. We're at Almost Home in Wrigleyville. We'll be here for another 20 minutes. Stop on by if you're in the neighborhood. It's Blocking Abdallah right here on ESPN 1000. Welcome to Bears Night in Chicago from Almost Home in Wrigley. Be part of Bears Night in Chicago in person or crack open an ice cold Miller Lite and watch us on Twitch.tv at Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. And thanks to the guys working back in the studio, Kevin, Justin, Charlie Bevins here in our marketing team at Almost Home. We're hanging out with TJ Edwards, Bears linebacker. We're in Wrigleyville for another 15 minutes right here on ESPN 1000. It's Bears Night in Chicago presented by Miller Lite. All right, TJ, let's focus in on the game this weekend. Sunday night football, the Chargers. Abdallah and I earlier tonight were talking about the last time you faced off against Justin Herbert. He threw for 356 yards as the Chargers beat the Eagles 27 to 24, but you had 14 tackles in that game back in 2021. Should have led with that part. I yeah, think. well, yeah, no. I, this is more this is more brought up to That's to Chris. Just remember, a, that's Chris. I'm Adam. I'm <laughs> to get a snapshot on the quarterback you will face off yeah. this weekend. Uh, Justin Herbert in the Chargers. What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's he's an unreal player. I think he's a he's a hell of a football player. I think any, everything he can do with his um, with his arm, he's got such a strong arm. You know, he's got guys around him who can make plays. It's gonna be an awesome challenge for us. But um, I think again, coming off the game we came off, I think you know we're we're, we're really confident in what we're doing right now. And that's anytime you get a um, a team with momentum, it's dangerous. And that's kind of something we want to want to ride on. And uh, like we were talking about this past this past uh, this past week, it's any given Sunday, man. So. We're excited to get out there, you know. Get get out to to LA, your you know your your uh, USC town, and uh, <laughs> we'll be excited, man. It'll be good. There's gonna be a lot of Bears fans there. Yeah, the Bears always travel well on the road, but also in Los Angeles, both the Chargers and the Rams virtually have no home field advantage. Not like you have at Soldier yeah. Field. So there's gonna be a lot of Chicago transplants out there supporting you guys this Sunday. No, no doubt. I think it's uh it's a place that. You know, this, this city, they, they travel, and they're passionate about what's going on, no matter, um, you know, kind of how things have been going or anything like that. It's a, it's a city that supports its teams, and um, so we'll be, we'll be in full effect for sure. It'll be, uh, it'll be exciting, man. I know I got a couple people going, so it'll be, it'll be a good time, no the, doubt. The juices flow a little bit more when you're the prime game, when you're Sunday night football, Monday night football, you know, those things. Like, how much more exciting is it to be the feature yeah. game of the night? Yeah, it's it's big time. You know, that's why you, you know, you love this game. You know, anytime you're the, you know, you're the only only thing that's going on, it's uh, it, it excites you. You know, you just want to play so much better. You understand um, kind of everything that, that goes into it. You know, you get your get your suit pressed, get ready to go because uh, it's going to be special. So um, I, I know we're up for the challenge for sure. Is that something you concern yourself with? Is uh, the fashion that needs to go into walking into the <laughs> well, arena? Well, some guys walk no, in hey. sweatpants and a sweatshirt. No, some guys man. are in suits. Be- because of social media, it's a big deal now. No, I mean, I think the NBA trailblazed that where, where mm-hmm. they walk into the arena became a part of the broadcast. Yep. But the NFL is right behind. They're, they're all a party too. And, and the the Bears post the photos of you guys walking into Soldier Field. So. No, they do. It's it's serious, man. Some 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 guys are good. Some you know some <laughs> guys don't. Um, but that's just kind of that's just kind of how it goes. It's all subjective, so to each their own. But um, I definitely know, like for the big time games, uh, I like to you know dress up like it's a you know it's an event, man. It's yeah. an entire. I actually got my um, couple of my close friends at Woolen Linen in Chicago. Shout out. Um, they do great jobs with suits and, and custom everything. So um, they got me some stuff ready to go for this week. But I'm not I'm not huge into it. But there's some dudes who got their stuff laid out say, for 16, 17 weeks. Besides man, you, serious. who's the best dresser on the team? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I actually think – I always think Eddie uh, – Eddie's always dressed up pretty nice. Um, I think uh, KB, you know, Blossom. I think he's always got some good stuff. Um, you know, who's Tremaine. The worst? Yeah. yeah, who's the worst? That's what we want. Yeah, you guys are asking me like you care about the. the <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the. Yeah. I have the best first, <laughs> yeah. so then I can ask you who the worst no, no. was. Man, the, the worst is tough. Um, I mean, there's you know, there's some there's some tough looks for sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna call anyone out. Um, but everyone's trying their best out there, man. Everyone's trying their best. When I scroll through the, through the photos, whenever they get to the special teams guys, I'm like, really, Cairo? Oh, Come man, on, man. What are you it. doing? That's my guy, too. It's like, <laughs> put on whatever you want, man. Who cares? Just, just knock them down for us, bro. It's exactly. Been, no, exactly. It, it, I love it. I love it. Do you ever feel like in his spot, like, just just don't take pictures of me today? Yeah. Like, I, I, having a bad me, day. Let me just show up. Let me get in uniform first. Like, oh, I, no like I don't want to have to worry. Like, that to me would have been the, 
if I were a professional athlete, I would be annoyed by that. Like the effort that you would have to put into getting ready to dress for something that you're not, you're only wearing inside to the building, and then you get the uniform on. That I mean, look at us. Me. We're both wearing free yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're, we're wearing <laughs> free. Yeah, no, no. All three shirts. of us. I mean, I think that's like what's, you know, what's tough. Like you pull into the parking garage, you go through like security, you take like 20 steps, and you go through security, and then, um, you know, the cameras are out, and like, you know, there's a couple games where I, like, you know, I don't have a cut or anything like that. I'm just like, hey, like, I'm just trying to get into the locker room, man. Please, please don't post But for prime time, you'll be yeah, set. Yeah, I'll prime be good time. to go. Okay. I'll be good to go for sure. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers have been a fascinating team. Uh, I think from the outside, we think that they have a lot of potential and talent, yet they continuously don't live up to that, which, you know, my, my brain then goes down the path of saying, well, maybe they're not actually that talented. I know as a player that's going to face them, you can't go down that path. Right. But, like, they're, they're a team that's expected to be a playoff team. They're a team that has a franchise-level quarterback. They're a team that has a coach that's on the hot seat right now. I mean, do you guys kind of see this as an opportunity where uh, you can steal one from a team that's supposed to be good, but they're kind of on rocky footing right now, and you guys are starting to kind of gain some momentum? You've you've won two games in the last three. You're starting to kind of get things rolling? Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to say kind of, you know, what they're, you know, going through or kind of what they're doing just because, you know, going through our own stuff and, um, you know, we're trying to just find ways to, to win games and, and just put things together ourselves. So, um, you know, for us, I think we're, we're just excited that, again, we, we finally, in my opinion, you know, we, we went out there and put together, you know, the closest thing to a complete game that we've put on film. And obviously all these things are going to be, you know, it's never perfect out there. It could always be better. But, you know, for us, we want to go out there and just continue to, to do what we've been doing. You know, all those things that we worked so hard on the offseason in camp and um, they're finally starting to show up. So for us, it's like going out there and just being us, you know, not worried about all that, but just understanding that, um, when we're on our assignment, when we're you know playing the right technique, when we're doing the things that we need to do, we're we're a really good football team. So for us, we just want to go out there and be that. You know, every every week, that's our goal for sure. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Justin Herbert, and the the knock on him is that he's a quote social media quarterback, having having face <laughs> social on. media. Yeah, so. I know. Like, I don't even know that what, he, he puts up good highlights <laughs> just for mean, social media. Yeah. I, I think it's. Yeah. More I mean, he's a top like, ten quarterback. It's more right? of like yeah. people promote him, and he hasn't really accomplished okay. anything. I think that's what that yeah. this is more. Okay supposed to say right like he hasn't won anything but yeah. people say he's in the same class with burrow and mahomes and allen and all three of those guys have all won at a really high level mm-hmm. yeah i mean um you know just you know i watched uh, a couple games today just of them and a guy who can make all the throws and just like you guys you know you've seen it he can there's not a lot he can't do on the football field so um we got to be prepared for all that you know they got um veteran guys they've got you know young dudes who can really go on their offense for sure too so um we're gonna be prepared for for all the things you see on social media we're gonna be prepared for it for sure <laughs> well i think he's one of the quarterbacks that chris and i were the most wrong about coming out of college yeah because he didn't throw that much in college in oregon they were a run first team yeah. they had a, a great defense they were running the ball they were controlling the clock he didn't have to do that much for to be successful so coming into the league we were both like i don't i don't know what he's going to be i don't know if he's going to be that great just because we haven't seen and then he comes into the league and he was really good as you know his first two years he's uh putting up a show so we were obviously very uh wrong about him you know having watched a few quarterbacks now with jalen and justin and herbert and all this kind of stuff that we're talking about like how long do you think it takes for a quarterback to kind of come into their own in the league yeah i mean i definitely think it takes you know a little bit of time for sure i mean especially at that that position um, you know, it's why, 
you know, they are what they are. It's, it's a very important position in this league. You know, they got to um, manage the game, make big-time plays when it's needed. And, um, you know, I think that, that it's, a, it's a very important spot. So, again, and I think you've seen um, Herbert make those throws, you know, kind of manage the game. And, and again, um, he's, in my opinion, he's a special, he's a special talent, something that um, is going to be a great challenge for us. But, you know, no doubt we'll be up for it for sure. How long did it take you to feel like you belonged in the league? when you started uh, getting into games and, and playing for the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, shoot, you know, going, um, you know, undrafted, I think I walked in and I was, like, ninth on the depth chart, you know what I'm saying, to where I was like, man, it's, this is tough. Like, this this might be uh, this might be tough. But I think, you know, I played a lot of football in college, you know, played, um, you know, started a lot of games, you know, I had a lot of experience under my belt. And when you get to this level, you just understand that it's just football. You know what I'm saying? Everyone... You know, everyone's fast, everyone's talented, everyone's, um, you know, technically sound in what they're doing. But, um, again, football is football, man. And, and I think for me that was my biggest thing was just getting that confidence that I can do this at this level. And I think, you know, really like my second year was when I started to truly feel that um, that confidence and, you know, understanding that uh, to be, and again, to be in this league, you got to make plays. You know, that is one thing that is um, evident in, in everyone's careers that the guys who hang around make plays and that's something that, that continued to kind of steady grow for me as well so it was, it's been a journey but um, it's been you know one I've learned every year you know learned every week you learn something and uh, just continue to do that as well. You keep an eye on obviously the games that you're watching the games if you're watching tape from the game before do you keep one eye on Wisconsin still? Oh no doubt no doubt no I watch uh, Sandler and I talk about this every week, man. Like, you know, we walk in on, you know, Saturday morning, like, how are we feeling? Like, <laughs> what are we thinking this week? Um, big win over Illinois this weekend. Big time win. Big comeback win. Yeah. Comeback mm-hmm. win. What was mm-hmm. it 18 points in the fourth quarter? Is that what I saw? Yeah. I yeah. think they were down, shoot, like 16, threw mm-hmm. a little uh, threw a little extra lineman pop pass to win yeah. it in true Wisconsin fashion. <laughs> of so, course. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always one of those plays in our arsenal. So it was, uh, it was good to see, man. Yeah. What was your favorite rivalry to be a part of at Wisconsin? I, I mean, that Iowa game, like, we, we hated Iowa. You know what I'm saying? So, like, winning, winning those games, just because my guys over there looking at us. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean, that, those games were fun. It was, uh, we were talking about this earlier, it was always like 10 to 6 or like 13 to 6. Yeah. Um, hey, that's good Big Ten football. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what the people pay yeah. to see right there, high-scoring <laughs> games. Um, but, no, those, those games were, were always fun for sure. Absolutely. And speaking of Big Ten football, USC fan, going to be in the Big Ten. Yeah. Like, what do you think of the expansion, all that kind of stuff, Getting starting new yeah. rivalries, I guess? What? It's, it's strange. It's, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's weird. It, it is. It's going to be a little weird to see, to be honest with you. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it just yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, it's just Make not the thing. Make USC come up there in, in yeah. November and That's what play. I'm saying. Yeah. Right. You ever heard of Camp Randall in December? Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll see about that. But it'll be, it'll be good. It'll shake things up for sure. TJ, thank you for coming out. Uh, good luck this weekend against the Chargers. And uh, it was great to talk to you yeah. for the last hour. you guys having me, man. It's been fun. Give it up. Bears linebacker TJ Edwards. It's Black and Abdallah. We're presented by Miller Lite at Almost Home in Wrigleyville. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. It's Bears night in Chicago.